Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. <laughs> I'm Tony. Join us as we discuss Boulder's Divinity Gate 3. The original sin. The original. That like made this game is the original sin, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's unfair. That's unfair. It's putting it off onto a onto a, an immediate bad foot. But it does, as I'm playing it, I'm like, this is very much, to me, this game, as my hot take, the game is more Divinity Sin 3 with a Baldur's Gate skin than it is Baldur's Gate 3? Absolutely 100% agree. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say the same thing. Oh, good. Oh, we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, I mean, it, it's to be expected, I suppose, kind of thing. Like, you know, they were going to stick with what they- With what they know. You know, yeah. kind of thing. But I do find me some of the things that I don't like about Divinity are, are still, still here, here in Baldur's Gate 3. this one as well, yes. kind of thing. Um, I think, so we, to set this up, we played um, a couple of sessions now- uh, four players. Four player multiplayer. Which is, um, I don't know, it, it's as convoluted. I find and, the um, combat good. Yeah. With, I think the combat's really nice with four players. With four players, it's surprisingly good. Yeah. Surpri- I think as well because in the contrast of the conversation, like the, so the com- you got like conversation exploring, you know, working with vendors and things like that is one half of the game. Yeah. And the other half is like the combat, the combat right? Yeah. The combat works Really well. The fact that you can sort of go at the same time, yeah. depending on your initiative order, means that we did that sick yeah. um, double pin on one yeah. of the last car- on yeah. one of the guys and just absolutely obliterated yeah. them just out, just out of fluke because you're both kind of moving at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's got to speed up that combat. The combat is nowhere near as slow yes. as Divinity. I've, I've found like yeah. it's a lot faster. Yeah. Overall, totally like agree. to get through. Through yeah, get through your turn. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think that's really nice. And then what they've then and then on like the other half of the thing, it's exactly the same as Divinity, and it's got exactly the same problems yeah. all the way through it yeah. for all the things that they it didn't does. learn any lessons from Divinity too. I would say one on the exploration side of things, it's definitely better because you can see further. You can pan the map around however yeah, you want. Yeah. yeah. Um, the map, the whole mapping and moving around and finding where you need to go is better. You can teleport really easily yes. around the maps and things like that. That's all heaps better. Yes. I have to say that part of it probably is. So the exploration, let's move that over to the has improved column. Yeah. But, but the problem with that yeah. is it encourages exploration. Yes. Which means you back. The issue I had with Divinity 2 was you would backdoor quests all the time. Uh, you get to the third person in the five-person quest chain as your first person you're talking to. Yeah. And that messed up the quest completely. Yes. And because Baldur's Gate 3 really encourages exploration, yes. that's we. That's what we did. We went straight into the back door and totally destroyed the entire quest line. Yes. Completely <laughs> and utterly destroyed it. <laughs> we did, didn't we? So uh, oh, I don't want to... I don't want to put spoilers in, but well, in the- Well, it's pretty early. Everybody it, that's going to be listening, I'm sure, is already playing, has already played through this bit. This bit. We went into the back door of the Emerald Grove. Emerald Grove, Grove. The Emerald, Emerald, Grove? Emerald Grove, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah we um, went. We went down where the lift is, where the bears are asleep on the lift. Yeah, we went down that way. Yes, which goes puts you right to the end of the quest line. Yes, immediately with no very like. Well, I would say no. This is one thing again. You got four people running around, so it's hard to keep track of like what's actually going on and yes. what's important because you're doing your thing, looking at this bit, and someone else has gone further on over yeah. here. And like all of a sudden, we were in combat, and I'm like, "Oh, that's unexpected." And there needed to be a lot more communication. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a conversation, guys. Well, we needed to do a lot more of that than we were doing because yeah. once we started doing that, it got much better. 
It is. And you can click on the ear. Anywhere you are on the map, you can click on the ear and join the conversation. Yes, yeah. I think with the co- we think with that, there's two things, and one of them is definitely like an R group problem yes. in that there's a lot of talking going on. Yes. There's a lot of drinking your beers going on, which <laughs> tends to like muddy things up. And Discord isn't great when you've got like two people trying to talk. Like if you say- At the same time. I'm in the- Because com- like when you hit conversation, you may not know you're going to be in conversation, yeah. right? So yeah. you, you, you click on a book- and it jumps into conversation and you're like, I'm in conversation, but someone else is talking. Yeah. Nobody else hears it. Yeah. In the meantime, it starts to starts it to flow. Comes, so yeah. we, we were in the Emerald Grove. We got down, got past the bear, thought ourselves super clever for working yeah, yeah. all that out and, yeah. and doing all that. And then I was still half dead, I think, too, because I jumped off the top. You jumped I, off the top. I thought yeah. it would be funny to see if I could jump off the top. And you survived. I still I lived. But you lost half your health. And then- yeah, I'm, I'm just doing my thing. And all of a sudden, yeah, we're in combat. We were like, chatting oh, to the druids in the okay. Emerald Grove and it's not making a lot of sense. Yeah. And then suddenly the tieflings come down the stairs right. and say, what are you going to do? We, I'm going, who are these guys? Where have these guys come from? And then I didn't even really see what the conversation said because I was trying to work out what the heck was going on. Yeah. All out of context. And then suddenly, yeah, we're, we're literally in combat. in combat. Initiative rolled. And then I've missed the, we're in dialogue and then all of a sudden we're actually fighting because I've missed yeah. all of that. I didn't see any of that actual conversation happen between them or anything. Or, right, like, I did. But yeah, it still right. made no sense because yeah. it was all out of context. All, all out of context. Yeah, so, and then as a result, that and the whole- the fight was tough. Well, tough as, tough as anything because yeah. we were well, I presume we were like maybe a level below where we should have been yeah. on it. Yeah. We, we persevered through and we got through it. It was a challenging- we worked fight against well. We actually worked well as a team. Very well. We killed a yeah. lot of druids. Yeah. Well, and we worked out that you got to kill them in, and when you, if they're still if they're still alive oh. with a couple of hit points in animal form, they'll turn back into a druid and get nearly all their hit points back. Yes, yeah, so you got to like kill them out so, while they're a druid before they come back. Because yeah. we killed that bear guy like three times. Yeah. yeah. He had one or two hit points left, and then bang, bang. I'm a human again. Now I'm on full hit what points again. Damn it! And then what does he do the next turn? Turns back into the, the bear. bear again. Oh, God damn it! Uh, so it was very much like the, I mean we've kind of been bouncing about on this conversation bit. So kind of how like playing that game was as well, like very yes. disjointed and very like jumping yes. between things. You know, you're doing one thing, someone's in a conversation, you click the button, it cuts you over to it, but it's only like a flavor text. Yeah, essentially, yeah, you don't know that it's a long conversation, yeah, or a short it, conversation, or a meaningless conversation. conversation. Yes, and it doesn't bounce you in at the start of the conversation, which I understand, but there's no log for you to read and like catch up. To the conversation, like there's no like log in oh, the top is. left. There is. You got to click a button. I only found it playing single player. You got to click on the button down in the bottom right hand. Oh, like where the combat log yep, is, and then choose dialogue. And it doesn't have any of the inc- mm. incidental conversation. All the incidental conversation that yeah. the characters make, none of that's recorded. Uh. But all the actual dialogue, it's all there. It's okay. all recorded. That's disappointing because that should be just again. This is where I think. 100% the conversations have not improved no, at all. The interface no. is, is probably worse. Yes, I agree. It is. Well, we're, I'm finding it much worse than when we're playing Divinity 2. Now, it could be because there's two more people playing it with us. Yeah, that that's definitely adds, I said, adds to the chaos. But I think with Divinity 2, didn't it give you, if you were just close enough, you would just get sucked yeah, into, into it? Yeah, the conversation. Right. Yeah. With, with Baldur's Gate 3, someone's talking and you have to look at their portrait frame and see there's a purple thing going on. There's no, there's no other well, you UI. you can literally- even in single player, I found this out. You can literally swap to another character and then just walk around while the other characters are still in conversation. Right. You can just walk around, steal everything, pick their pocket. Oh, that's weird. There's some weird thing going on there. Mm. So, so I thought I tried to change characters to get a different 
conversational choice. Yeah. So like, this is a massive mistake in my opinion. Is it? It's only the individual character that's talking to the person that looks at any of their stats. Yeah. And there was an arcane check coming up, and I knew there was an arcane check coming up, so I tried to switch to my wizard, yep. who I knew would be good at arcane. And yes, it switched to my wizard, but my wizard wasn't in the conversation suddenly. Yeah. My wizard had dropped out of the conversation, could now walk around, yeah, do, 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 do. I can right. cast spells, yeah. can do anything except yeah. join the conversation, conversation and answer the arcane question Conditions. that's about to come up. So I, I did see online that there's a lot of complaints about that. That's such a silly thing. There's a party of four people. You're not having a conversation yeah. with one person. No. You're having a conversation with four and people. In, and in actual D&D, this game says it's the computerized version of actual D&D. Uh. In actual D&D, everybody in the party gets to interact in all the conversations. Oh, so it's actually like it legitimately is how it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it's how it works in mm. the pen and paper game. Everyone is involved in the conversation. That's um, And like when we found that yeah. book, that was hilarious. When we found that magic book. And oh. I had really good arcana. Yeah, I know. I'm the dumbest. And you read arcana and of failed. Books. But I then just, you did a strength check and you hit the lock and the book opens. Yeah, and you true. punched the lock and the book opens. Yeah, that was that good. Was, that was actually kind of funny. That was funny. That was funny. Well, I was just reading the books because um, you guys were eluding all the things up and I was just reading the books because yes. I was just wanted to read some And of you the don't know books. when all of a sudden something important is going to happen. No, it was just so another they, book. Yeah. So the, 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 the trolls on the internet will say, well, make sure you do everything with the right character. But you don't know no. until you've played for the whole game. Yeah. You don't know what's about to spark a conversation or spark a skill check. Or-, or whether it's flavor text, whether it's a real conversation, whether it's going to be skill checks. There's no yeah. – and I don't, it wouldn't matter, as you say. Like it, So, like, it's hard to know if someone is in conversation. Yes. It's hard to vote on what you want to pick sort of thing. Like, you can, everyone can vote, but – it's, it's yeah, it's down to the player that's in the conversation. In, whatever they choose is what happens. There's no like role yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. I think like um, in Star Wars, you pick whatever you want, yeah. and then it rolls, and then whoever get, wins that role, their the conversation, conversation is one that yeah, that speaks true, it, kind of thing, which I think is much more more flowing, interactive, more yeah, funny, more, more interesting because yeah. you hear lots of other people rather than me. Because I'm on point, yeah. I'm the one having the conversations all the time, which is not yeah. really fun either yeah. necessarily. Yeah. You miss all the perspectives of everyone yeah. else and have the guilt thank you. Like when you have four people, right, you should get all the different types of yeah, like- Yeah, the- drow. We've got a drow, a gift yankee, a half elf, yeah. and a dragon. All those conversations. Imagine how many cool conversation things yeah, would yeah. be there to pick, to go through. Um, so you- yeah, it's hard to get in. It's hard to know what's good and what's right, Yeah, who's who to use. And then it's hard to follow because as a- Well, you say like there's a- you know, a, a battle log you can bring up, but I feel like but you can't not- do it in the middle of the conversation. No. Oh, so you have to get out of the oh, conversation and then go back and read, read the conversation no, afterwards. Even, that's, that's yeah, yeah. So what I found was because if you you can vote and then you know, someone will pick what yeah, person pick- got the most votes, right? But if you didn't pick that option, you may not have read it. And then they press it, and then it sort of disappears. Yeah, uh, really quickly. Really quickly. Yeah, it does. Like it's not this. Yeah, there's log. no voice dialogue of you actually saying your yeah, line. Yeah, and no, sometimes like when it, when it has that, like it puts your dialogue above. Yeah. There and then, and then has their answer. So you could read that and then read the answer and yeah. catch and, and follow the conversation. Yeah. So you come in late, miss a whole bunch of setup. Yeah. And then it's you a know, bit janky. It's considering not- it's been in early access for two years, yeah. nearly three years. That's a bit janky. I, it's it's very it's not. It, it's, I, it's conversations with tedious. It's not Baldur's Gate three. It's Divinity Sin three. It yeah. really is. Uh, yeah, and I think Divinity Original Sin three. Oh God, what a shitty yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I have to say, mm-hmm. 
I love all the D&D stuff because I'm so familiar with it. I know what the spells are. Yeah. I know what's happening when I'm doing skill well, checks. I know what's happening when I'm doing initiative. Okay. I love all of that. It's implemented so well. I would, again, and it looks pretty. the exploration into that better thing because being able to jump is yes. fantastic. I don't know if jump's part of D&D. I guess yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love jump. I love that I can throw morning stars at yes. people and stuff like yes. that. So rather than like selling the junk stuff, I can just you pick can it up throw and it at them. throw it at someone. Now, does so it disappear funny. when you throw it at them? No. It was, it's on the ground well, and then you can pick it up again. Yeah, and I guess it, I guess it might get destroyed depending on yeah. what's going on. But yeah, that morning star was there. I went and picked it back okay. up again yeah. to use it again. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's good when yeah. you're, like, you're like one inch out of melee combat. Yeah. So you can't swing. Well, okay, I'm going to throw my, throw my sword at you. Instead. Yeah. And uh, it's an out-of-combat thing, unfortunately. I have a bound weapon, so you can throw your main weapon and yes, it comes back into your back hand you. as yeah, well kind of cool. thing. But it's only an out-of-combat spell. Um, I, I Look, I think, yeah, I, I think the exploration is fun. I had fun jumping around and, and moving through and revealing the map and doing all that good stuff and seeing things. Um, yes, the the levels are are good. They're varied. There's a bit of verticality in them. It's yeah, not, there is. Like uh, Baldur's Gate was all, as far as I remember, anyway. Oh, it was two D. It was all two D maps. Just flat, flat, yeah. flat. Nothing flat, ever. Flat. Yeah. yeah, kind of thing. So you know, there's improvements. Uh, comparing a modern game against something that came out, yeah, is unfair. Past millennium is yeah. probably not fair. But you know, uh, being that they are, did name it three. The comparison, I guess, yeah. has to be made. Yeah. Um. But, and I yeah, did find I don't know the storytelling. It's they made the same mistakes that they made in Baldur's Gate one and two. Is that as a DM actually DMing a party? I would not put the characters in the situations that has put us in. Like that yeah. Druid Grove, I would never put my third level characters in a fight like that. I don't know how we did. Well, we did die. Three of us were dead at one point, and it's I, only because I'd been I my character had been left alone for the whole fight. That I could take two hits to bring you guys back up. Yeah, that's the yeah. only reason we survived. It was pretty close. I had been left completely alone. Yeah, I think, um, like on that part of that, I think is just no one wants to go kill rats in a cellar to level up. Maybe no. kind of thing. Like you want? No, like, no, it's not that. But you, you can balance. You can like it starts off quite well balanced, but then all of a sudden it just throws stuff at you that you can't handle. Well, the Druid Grove, we weren't supposed to do that. Yeah. We were supposed yeah, we to die yeah. and then backtrack yeah, and do okay. something else. Yeah. But we persevered because we were like, this is a challenge and yeah. we end up beating it. I think that's – like I don't think you're supposed to do yeah, what okay, we did. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. Kind of thing. I think yeah. that's – So they've got the trap of they've written a linear story and then put it in an open world. You can't write a linear story in an open world because yeah. people can do what we did and come to the back of the story. And I wonder, I'd like, so this is going to have, I wonder what ramifications this will have, being that. Yeah, we've missed this entire quest. How arc. much XP have we lost out on? Well, is that going to Five quests have failed. Five of our quests have automatically failed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not surprised. Yep. Yeah, so that's a lot of XP probably that we've, we've not got. It's interesting. It's going to be very interesting. And well, the, the other thing that I found yeah. is that it's made me paranoid about taking long rests. Yeah, so when we did this, um, we had this huge fight. We were like done as, and there was a quest to like save the save refugees because we got this huge fight, you know. So everyone's trying to run out of the out of the grove, and we would like used up all yeah, we had no resources left, everything left. So we went back to camp and did a long. We did a long rest. Yeah. By the time we made it back, though, all the refugees, everything we had killed, everything. Yeah, everything was dead everywhere. For the most part, except for that one group of people that were- They were the, killing the, the last few people, people that were left alive. alive. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that was- 
because we if we if we stood there and waited if that would have happened anyway or if that was specifically because we did a long rest. No, it's specific. So I read online. Oh, okay, I did a bit of digging, trawling. Yeah, and stuff happens. See, this is this is why I'm paranoid about taking a long rest. If you set something off, yeah, it doesn't tell you this is time based. Yeah, right. But it is time based, mm. and if you then go and take a long rest. In the time based thing, yeah. the bad result happens, and that's always a problem with this. Um, it, it, yeah, it makes you paranoid about taking long rests because it yeah. doesn't. What it should be is it they if they wanted to do it that way, they should have put long rest locations in the story. Okay, yeah. you've made it to the grove. This is a safe place. Would you like to rest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's have a rest in the Druid Grove. It's a nice of, safe place to rest, and you know of, that you can rest safely. Yeah, it kind of ruins the whole like do what you want and it yeah, because the example is. That I've got is you meet these dudes who's one of their companions been killed by an owlbear, and you can tell them to go and fight the owlbear. And if you have a long rest between having told them to go and fight the owlbear and coming back, when you get to the owlbear, it's killed them. Oh, okay. Because they've been sitting there waiting for you to get there to help them fight the owlbear. Okay. But in the in reality, yeah, you would say, "Let's go and fight the owlbear," but we need to rest. So you camp with us. Yes. We'll rest, and then we're going to take on the owlbear together. Yeah. So it's not even realism. No, it's, it's completely not artificial. It is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They wouldn't. They wouldn't just stand near the owlbear and, and let and it no. kill them or anything. That's- and you wouldn't say, "Go off and kill it by yourselves, and we'll come and join you later." You'd say, "We need to rest. rest. So just wait for us to rest, and, and then, then we'll come with you." Yeah, that's true. That's exactly true. And that's probably why a lot of games just ignore. Time as a factor yeah. in that respect because yeah, yeah. it just doesn't make it just makes it doesn't more add anything, anything it doesn't to the add game, anything doesn't add anything to the gameplay. Game. Game. No. Yeah, yeah. So, so losing those that that so yeah, we lost five quests. We lost a bunch yeah. of stuff. We got a lot of loot merchants, that we can steal. We a lot of merchants we could sell stuff to. Yeah. They, well, we can steal their stuff instead. Yeah. Well, okay, sure. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, there's a lot of corpses to loot. I'm in that interested grove. to see what happens next in our next session on Thursday. I am too, just to see what, ha- yeah, like what's. Yeah, what, what happens next? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Like it has to be, I'm curious to see if they accounted for it or not. Did they account for this? Did they not? Did they, did well, they, they must have because the Druids all in. came and fought us when we came back from the long rest. I don't have much confidence, Tony. <laughs> okay. They really put. Yeah, yeah, a lot of thought you know. into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, and also lead, that leading up to that quest seems a bit disjointed because the guys. The goblins attack, yeah, and then they go run into the fortress. But then you're still outside the fortress, and so you find this cave. This says there's lots of goblin tracks here, so you go into that cave. But it's not the cave where the goblins are. It's just another cave with a few goblins in it, and it leads to the back of the fortress. So, why did the goblins suddenly appear from there? Am I supposed to be going to the fortress? Am I supposed to be trying to find the goblins? What am I supposed to be doing? It doesn't tell you at that point. Mm. They don't say, thank you for helping us defend. Come into the village and talk to us. Yeah. They just all run off into the village and close the door. Yeah. So that implies, well, they don't want us to go in there. So let's go and, oh, we find these goblin tracks leading into the cave. Let's go into the cave. But no, there's nothing in the cave either that does, that, that progresses the story. I think, I think that's what bothers me so much because I am all about the story in D&D. And I think it's fairly amateurish what they've done with the story so far. It's very early days. I'm prepared it to admit is, that. You know, yeah. Well, that was one of my one of my points, I suppose. I, it la- I, although it's in the football realms, it lacks realms, cohesion, and it lacks the gravitas of Baldur's Gate Three. Baldur's Gate Three is very theatrical. You know, think about even the starting music when you load it up. It's doom, Baldur's doom, Gate. doom, 
like it's like you know this music in the intro title screen is very like you know there kind of thing you know uh when you drag over the ui it goes as all these stones are moving and stuff you know it's that's kind of what i was looking for and this has got a city with green grass and then it go pans underground you see the symbol of baal and you're underground yeah and going well what's 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 that all about for a start? Feels like why is it not just my character standing? I would prefer it with just my character standing there <laughs> waiting to go on adventure again. Sure. Yeah. I would much prefer that. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, I don't understand why, that well, opening sequence at all. Why is the yeah? Why is a lot of murder involved? And if so, why are we dealing with um, goblins, you know, go- uh, goblins, and, and mind flayers and stuff yeah. like that? You know, that's yeah. You know, if that's where it's going to go, maybe I don't. I don't know. I just and like when you load Bottles Gate. The first thing that comes up is like the quote from the Wise Alondo to kind of like set that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the the whole starting sequence of Baldur's Gate Two is just creepy and and terrifying. You're stuck in the cage. Yeah. Iranicus is doing experiments on people. Yeah. You know, the setup and the story is so much more dramatic. This one's got a huge action sequence, but you're not involved in it. It's not your action sequence. No, you're escaping from a you know mind flare. Ship. Ship kind of thing, you know. The girl thinking you're attacking it. It's pretty cool with yeah. the dragons and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, it lacks the um And you're same- ab- 100% outclassed by the things that you don't fight and the things yeah. that you do fight are pushovers. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of glad they are pushovers, though, because that is supposed to be the introductory tutorial. Well, you'd hope so, yeah. yeah. And I, don't, I wonder what happens if you try and take on the Cambion and the Mind Flayer. I'd never thought of that. I wonder what happens if you do try and take them on oh. in that. Because you've actually got 15 turns before you have to pull the tentacle to make the ship jump. Right. So it'd be interesting. Yeah. If you could. I wonder what happens if you I, attack the Cambion and the Mind Flayer. Would you mean just die? You just die, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they just kill you just on kill their you turn. Yeah. They turn around and gank you. I'm going to try it out. Yeah, just see, see what, what happens. happens. Yeah. 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 Uh, the other part that is very Divinity and not very Baldur's Gate is the the loot and equipment system. I've just got an inventory full of random items that I have no clue yeah. if they have any value, if they're used for crafting or they're not. And because I'm going, oh, this is divinity, I'm keeping everything yeah. <laughs> because they at should some have, point- They should have dropped crafting completely from this game. Crafting has no place in this game. I can't even know how you craft. I don't even know where the screen is. To, I mean, I don't even- So I've worked potions. out the alchemy. Yeah, potions. I've worked out the alchemy. The potion you, screen there. Yeah, you grind the reeds to make a something and then you- Combine them and you make potions, but I hate it. How long do the potions last for? How do you know when you're supposed to use the potion? Like, there's yeah. a potion of mind reading I've got. Well, how do I know when I'm supposed to use the potion of mind reading? Do you expect me to play through the game, saving every ten minutes until I find, oh, this is running the potion of mind mind reading? So I'm going to go back <laughs> ten minutes to my previous save, yeah, take the potion, and then go into the conversation. Yeah. That's yeah. completely the wrong way to design a game. Yeah, it's it's strange that. Yeah. The books, right? There's the lots of them. Fonts don't work as a book font. So they've got all the Chrome, yeah. all, the, all the UI, uh, yeah, skeuomorphism yeah. for a book, but the font doesn't match the page. It doesn't like, it's not the right color. Yeah. It's not the right font type. Well, and it looks like text. It doesn't look like handwritten. Well, stuff no, in a book. it's not even that. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's, it looks like a, Type book, not yeah. handwritten. I mean, I don't know, but the handwritten, you want it to be readable. Yeah, you want it to be okay. readable. Yeah. But the font's not right. They use like a black font. Uh, not a black. Uh, Brown. Sorry. No, they use 
black rather than brown. Right. So yeah. it doesn't match the rest of the book. It's like yeah. a pure black, and you don't see pure black very often. Black is always a little. This is from yeah. all the all my um my design team yeah. telling me not okay. to use black and don't stuff like black. that. You always got to use like a just a slightly yeah. off shade of black. So it's to me in my eye, and immediately stood out as like, oh, this is just this is just black text shoved onto On an image of, of, image of a book. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it actually it's was part, part of, the, of the book at all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a bit takes me out of it a little now. bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't do a great job of describing it. No, that, um, that is yeah. exactly how it feels. So the whole game, uh, I do feel like I was expecting a more polished experience because yeah. I mean, it had been out for so long. I'm not disappointed that I bought it and I've played it. No, 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 but no, it's no, no, not no. What I was expecting. No, I, I don't. Well, I didn't, I didn't have it go in with any expectations. Yeah, no. but I went in with the D and D side. Yeah, and and that was met, which yeah. is why I think I'm so disappointed with the story. Yeah, it's not they've there. done a really good job yeah. of implementing the character classes yep. and the yep. races and the. I did expect to be met a magic feats and the, yeah, everything yeah. is mm. the D and D rule set is done really quite well yeah. in this game. It feels fun. I thought I would get really annoyed at the only one action, one bonus action kind yeah. of thing. But unlike Divinity, I think everyone only has one action and one yes. thing as well. The, the, the enemies, enemies don't have like yeah. seventeen. Friggin' action yeah. points, and we only got two. Yeah. Everyone's got the Everyone's same. Got one, action. and so yeah. it also makes the the turns quite quick. Yeah, I think having like multiple people matter make their turns at the same time, so everyone's thinking about what they're doing at the same yeah. time. Yeah, and we've got fairly diverse roles, so everyone sort of no one is like, for the most part, it seems like anyway, no one is sort of uh, uh, like over overdoing each other. Like no. no one's sort of trying to do the only thing that's going wrong. Yeah, is the rogue. Keep well, trying to run away and hide. That's because of the beers I mentioned earlier. Yes. That's more the problem. You're engaged in combat. You don't run away from combat to hide. No, you can't hide. Yes, yeah, yeah. That I think that uh, the um the disengaging thing is um um really locked in from divinity and yeah. then wildermyth as well kind of yeah. thing. So I'm very aware that you don't once you're yeah, in, yeah, you've really got to. But the shove pushing people yeah, away. Yeah. I've well, been. But you've got a good strength. I know. I know. So I when do. I shove them with my eight <laughs> strength, they hardly move. If they do move, they move like an inch away yeah, from me. Yeah. Whereas you throw them halfway across the battle yeah. map. I'm like, come forward. Oh, you're here now. Stab, <laughs> push, <laughs> back into electricity again. Come yeah. forward, stab, push. And that's really good when you're standing next to me. <laughs> yeah. And they've come up and they're blocking me from casting spells. Uh, and you just and push, push them away. away and, and I can cast my spells these guys again. spells again. They run court. I stab them. I push them away. Yeah. This is what I do. Works quite well. <laughs> yeah. I like it's a bonus action as well, so I don't have to make yes. a choice about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it's cost quite you good. action. Yeah. Uh, the throwing potions and stuff is a bit janky as well. Yeah, they haven't, again, they haven't really fixed the they targeting show, problems. Yeah, they should show you the area effect splash on the ground. Yeah, I haven't totally tried myself, but it does, like, based on, like, other people messing it up several times, I'm like, oh, Yeah, I no, can't. I've tried it. And oh, no, because, it's, it because it's that kind of 3D, yeah. 35-degree angle, Yeah, the, and that, so it looks like it's a, uh, or an Instead oval, of, yeah, yeah, and it's not. Maybe so you, you think go, you're healing four people, and you only end up healing two people. Yeah, maybe you should go over. Oh, yeah, you should do it I that way. Maybe it would be better. Yeah, targeting is better than divinity. Yes. It's not perfect though. I don't. No. Think I haven't solved it. I. I don't feel like I have misclicked. But then again, I'm not doing yeah. a lot of range attacks. I misclicked my spells several times. Yeah, I think I'm say. I think I'm sure someone else is having orb. some trouble. Yeah, yeah. Because you go cast chromatic orb. Yeah. And then you go cast it on that guy, but you forget nah. that you've got to tell him what energy type do you want the chromatic orb to be. Yeah, and it doesn't. 
doesn't interrupt you and flash and say you're about to go and melee attack that guy instead of casting a spell on him. It just runs up and attacks the guy while the choose your chromatic orb thing is still up on the bottom of your screen. That's the pitch. It should lock you in place. And yeah, once you start casting the spell, yeah. it should know, okay, you want to cast a spell. Because it's really hard to not – if you pick to do something and you've got to click it again on yourself, it's actually really hard to stop to sort of stop casting yes. that as well. Yeah. You, have, you have to do it right-click on the area map, yeah. not on the toolbar, yeah. which I find really disor- like Un- unintuitive. Well, and I'm like, if I right-click – are you going to cancel or are you going to do something? Yeah, and I don't feel confident yeah, in the right system. A right-click should always be cancel. Yeah. Whatever you're yeah. doing, cancel it. I don't want to yeah. keep doing what I think It doesn't matter where I'm clicking either. Yeah. Like, just right-click is cancel. Just go away. Yeah. Yeah. I want to play it some more. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely. I don't, nothing about it has said that I don't want to play it more. No. It's, um, it's just throwing us a bit I just of a know that I need to so keep, early. Yeah, I just know I need to keep all the junk. And yeah. just keep sending it back to the stash, yeah. you know? Yeah. See, that's the thing too is not very Baldur's Gate-like. And I don't know if that's – it's not. It's like it's like the, the community chest or your party chest that you can just send back unlimited amount of stuff. Yeah, and always teleport from anywhere. And it teleports immediately back to your camp. And it's like that's not – it's not Baldur's Gate, but again, Baldur's Gate again. Is it so why don't you, why don't you automatically turn into gold? If you're going to let us do that, yeah. why don't you just automatically let us turn stuff we don't want into gold? Yeah, and you got the whole thing where you like you you have to sell everything because you've got the highest charisma, yeah. and it doesn't just work off like yeah, the party's anyone, best charisma. Yeah, yeah, it works off the character that's selling at the moment. So now you need to take all the stuff and move it here. Yeah. I will say at least you can do a a shift click and like select a whole bunch of stuff and okay. just drag, drag it, it over. So when I sold up after you left, yeah, the first night and we wanted to sell up a lot of stuff. I just yeah dragged it to your character. What well, I moved your character to the see this is the thing you end up doing right. I moved you to the vendor because yeah. otherwise you'd be over encumbered immediately. Yeah, dragged yeah. all the stuff in. Yeah. However, you can't shift click do that to the vendor. You need to drag each, each individual, individual piece over oh, like this wow. again and again and again. Yeah. Oh man, I haven't tried selling yet. It's not enjoyable by any. I don't know if you could. I don't think you could right click or shift click or anything like that. There's been a few hot fixes, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, if, fixed. but like that's not real fun. That's a whole. That was a whole problem I had again with, um, you know, divinity and the, yeah. the vendors only got so much gold, and so you sell a bunch uh, yeah, of garbage and to then them. They run out of gold, gold and you got to go, go find, find the find next another vendor, one, and then you end up with like a gold. bunch of stuff, and you go back to look at them again. They got like all this crap that you yeah. sold them yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, so either they need to have other people come and buy the stuff and give them gold again or just trash all the stuff that you've sold to them. You can add stuff to the wares list, right, for quick selling, but that only works if you take the cheaper option on the selling. There's like two – there's like a barter and a a, a different – like two modes you can do. It might be in the end of the day like easier to make it all wares and just sell it for less money just to to save the hassle because you don't care. Like maybe that's the better way of doing it. So we'll come back. We'll come back to the selling and see, yeah, what's going on. But yeah, mm, it's interesting. So some of the other boys on the group have been doing um, a solo playthrough as well on the side, playing yeah. it a bit as well. Yeah, are you interested in doing that, or do you want to just stick to our usual? Oh, I've started a solo playthrough. Oh, you have as well. Okay, so yeah. I'm, the, I'm the only one out. I haven't really feel drawn to do it. No, I want to find out all the stuff that I've missed. Oh, look, I, I yeah, yeah, I just at some point I will probably stop doing my solo playthrough. Oh, I don't see because well, it's a bit well, too much time commitment to do yeah, two well, full two playthroughs, playthroughs yeah. side by side. 
I don't know. I'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, I'm mucking about a lot more. I find the multiplayer games going much faster than I go. Okay. I'm going much slower in my solo playthrough. Yeah. Spending more time looking at stuff and talking to people and yeah. it going quite a bit faster in the multiplayer. Uh, okay. Which know. makes sense because you've got three other people yeah, yeah, yeah. with their own agendas and yeah, yeah, getting yeah. bored different rates than you. And and just more like you explore yeah. four times or three times, four times fast. And yeah, four whatnot. times. Yeah. Loot as many, four, ten, four, four containers for every one that you would do solo. Yeah, yes. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely would be faster. I, I just don't know if I got the, I don't know if I'm really that interested in it at this stage. Oh, really just because it's D&D, I am interested in it because of the D&D mechanics. I'm playing a different character class and I want to see how that different character class works. And, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what's getting you. I'm probably going to end up doing Act 1 12 times with every different character class oh, just so you can- and not actually finish it just to get a taste of all the different character yeah, classes. Yeah, yeah. It's probably what I think I'm going to do. What's the respect guy do? Does he respect classes or just points? Yeah, he can. I think he can respect you in completely. Mm. Yeah. Might be an idea. Yeah. You could just give yourself some gold, respect yourself, try the new class out, give yourself some gold, respect yeah. yourself, and just keep doing that way and keep going through the story without needing to redo the same boring yeah. part again and again, you know? Yeah, that's possible. Maybe. Uh, yeah, because I would... I don't mind the fighter so far. I'm also curious of what some of the other ones might be. I don't know. I don't have a lot of options. I think the Eldritch Knight, I'm not sure if that was the well, best you're already choice. casting Magic Missile, so... That's just one that's... One of the cantrips I got, yeah. Um, one, fantastic. It's one of the best spells in the game. Yeah, I know. I figured it was. That's why I picked it yeah. kind of thing. If uh, Like D&D, Magic Missiles, they're not, never a better two spells were combined yeah. kind of thing. Uh, but the other one, but I'm finding that I don't have the, like, I think I picked too many offensive spells, like Ray yeah. of Frost yeah. and stuff. I think I should have picked Yeah, you don't more. need that because you're a no, fighter. No, I don't. Uh, yeah. You I'm, should have picked that. The other one, like I, shield spell, which will buff I got that glass. one. Yep, I got that one. Yeah, yep. and magic missile is an excellent choice because it never misses. Yeah, yep. yeah. You should be looking at, and you should look at enlarged self and okay, and mirror image and all the things that yeah. actually enhance your combat, combat abilities. abilities. Yeah, rather yeah. than are directly offensive. Yep, yep. Because you're not a wizard, so you shouldn't no. be doing direct offense no. with you. Yep. Okay, I might have to respec at some point and, and give you, it when a, you go up levels. I think you get to de- change a few things. Yeah, around. lose one spell and replace yeah. it with another one. So I made the same mistake as the sorcerer. My second level spell, I chose an offensive second level spell, whereas I've trying to design my sorcerer around the twin spell, metamagic feat, which lets me apply one spell to two people instead of one. So I should be choosing buff spells so I can buff uh, you guys and I can buff both two of you rather than just one of you with the yep. single cast of the spell. Right. But of course, instead I chose an offensive spell, which I don't really need to be doing damage. Everyone else is doing damage quite effectively, so I could be doing, I could be being more versatile with my yeah. spell selection. I'm certainly taking a lot of damage. I seem to be taking a bit. Yes. Well, yeah, taking. everyone is. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Especially the silly rogue getting in the way. Yeah, and that's the uh, the area effect spells are quite limiting. It's mm. interesting watching how how limiting it really is. Even my cantrips have got area effects, and I keep hitting. The rogue or you when you're fighting the person that I'm targeting. Whoops. So I have to intentionally miss the target yep. and drop the air of effect on the ground behind them. Right. So they get hit by the air of effect. Right. And you don't get hit by the air of effect. That's why I like pushing them away. Because yeah, then well, it gives yeah, you like can, the space to yeah, go. I can and, hit them with the spells. Yeah, yeah. do it. I, I do like as well they brought over the uh like the grease lights on fire and yes. the Yeah, you know, that's oh I threw it was grease on the ground. 
I took a torch out of my inventory yeah, that was, that's right. was burning, that's and torch. I threw that into the fire and I did the grease and lit that on fire. I'm like, did yes. you just walk over it at one point and it set alight? Yes, um, yes. Uh, I walked over. I had a torch out and I walked over uh, oil, oil, and it, and it, it lit on fire. Yeah, yeah, some sort of sparking ember. I think there's something about that. In the tooltip, talking oh, about okay. that as yeah. well. I think I remember reading after the fact was like, oh, maybe yeah. that's the yeah. thing why it, it did it. And maybe you get a better torch later on that, that isn't sparking yeah. kind of thing, which would be pretty cool, I think, yeah. as well. I like the torch function, though, having a like pressing a, a dedicated button yes. to open, bring a torch up and then give you light to see around. Yes. It's actually they really implemented cool. the light really well. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's a gorgeous looking game. I've got no, yeah. no complaints with how it looks. I think it's, it's, Great for I mean for the for what it is and what it's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I hope the story picks up a little bit. I'm at the moment I'm not really Yeah, and they've made the mistake that so many D D modules make is they put a an apparent time pressure thing on. Because you've got to, you've got to get the tadpole out of your eye, you're gonna to tend to a mind flare. Yeah. Okay, well so now do you want me to ignore all the side quests? Yeah. And just barrel through. That's exactly the thought I was just having. I'm like, this is side Or can I spend sixty five hours doing the side quests and the tadpole's still gonna be in exactly the same page of progression as if I'd gone straight along the main quest. Well and and the game would teach you that no, you need to ignore everything yes. because if you don't, then the time things will eventually yeah. catch up to you kind of thing. Yeah. It's the exact same problem as Cyberpunk has. Yes. You're dying. Yeah, yeah. Now go do a bunch of gigs. Yeah. You have to earn money to buy equipment so you can actually- Buy a car that you're not going to be able to use because you're going to be dead, you know? So the RPG that's done this the best that I can recall was on the Super Nintendo. It was was a Cyberpunk. Shadowrun, sorry. It was a Shadowrun. And you woke up and you had a Cortex bomb in your head. Yeah. And the Cortex bomb was going to blow up. And the game literally had a countdown timer in the top corner Uh, of your Cortex bomb. Yep. So you had it. It was in your head. You, You could see this timer. And so you knew as you were mucking around, you were wasting time before the bomb blew up. Nice. So it was actually clear that, yes, there is a deadline. And yes, you mucking around is making the time go down. Mm, okay. So stop mucking around. And get this bomb. And get this bomb just diffused. Did that end the game or was that just like no, the first fight? No, just then you could spend time doing it. So by the finding the guy that you yeah. needed to find to diffuse the yeah. cortex bomb, you found out about the plot that was going on. Yep. I, Why you were killed in the first place. So now you wanted to get your revenge. Yeah. And that's rah, rah, rah. a great setup. It was a good mechanic. So there was a time pressure and it was clear and obvious what the time pressure was and how much time you had left. Yeah. But it didn't end the game when you got rid of the time pressure. You now yeah. had a whole lot of background information you'd gathered and now you can go and investigate those things further now yeah. that the bomb wasn't going to blow up. I would have been fine if the story was like the, you, the, the ship crashes, you escape, you get out of that little bit. Then you get picked up by a bunch of Gith Gith um Githanky um war the party crash, yeah. and they take you back and suck the thing out of your brain or whatever it yeah. is, you know, or like lay down some things about how it works and what's gonna happen and yeah. whatever it is, kind of thing. Just not sort of just wander off kind of thing. Yeah. It's a bit You're gonna oh. die at some point. You need to find a healer or you're gonna die at some point. Yeah. So how soon is this at some point? <laughs> Or they could just say, oh, it takes years for it to, re- yeah. for it to fully mature, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, well, years is like, well, that's whatever I'm yeah. doing in the game is going to be within inside of a year. So yeah. that's so it just pushed off to a – yeah. yeah. The pressure is there. You need to do something about it, but it's yeah. not going to kill you tomorrow kind of yeah. thing because, you know, uh, if it's aliens, then you got, you know, 24 hours yeah. tops before yeah. it bursts out of your chest kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, they did – 
don't like that at all. At the same, it's the exact same complaint I had with Cyberpunk. Like you don't yeah. know how. Yeah, yeah. You're only as dead as you need to be for the story for at the that story. particular time. Yeah. Like it's sort of it, 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 it doesn't work. It no, never has worked. It never will, will work. work. No. Oh. No, you need to give the people a solid reason to so you can ignore it. The Hellman, for example, in um in Cyberpunk, could have temporarily fixed it. Yeah. Like I said, okay, I'll put a shunt in. Yeah. The shunt's going to last about six months and then it'll kick off again yeah. from there. Okay, yeah. cool. No problems. You know, I can you, play the whole game without worrying about dying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It has to be fixed because yeah. there is a time limit, but yeah. I don't have to, as a player, feel bad about spending time building up my legend in Night City, you know, yeah. for that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, hmm. That And that's the same problem we have with, like, with Divinity as well. The stories just weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, uh, just, mm. Mm -hmm. which is interesting because we both found Fallout, mm. the little side stories that came up, completely mm. unrelated to the main story arc. That just the little encased narratives were really quite interesting. Yes. Yep. Yep. So they kind of need to learn from each other. These great. Bi oh, well, the Mass Effect. I think Mass Effect did it well. The Mass Effect story was quite good. Not yeah. Andromeda, but the other, and uh, not the ending of Mass Effect 3, but a lot of the other stuff <laughs> was done well. So there are people that can write engaging computer game oh, stories. Yeah, look, uh, I mean, I think the original, the Baldur's Gate 1, I don't really remember, uh, but 2 certainly kept me going. Okay, yeah. You know, it kept me going through the thing. I was a lot younger back then. I was yeah. a lot less red yeah, back yeah. then. So I don't know. I will like take it as being, you know. Yeah, well, actually, actually now that you've mentioned that, Baldur's Gate 1, I lost interest in the story when I could no longer level up my character. When my character hit the level limit, uh, yeah, right. I lost interest in progressing the story because there was no benefit to me. Yeah. Yep. Power-wise, yeah. it was just finishing the story. And, oh, okay, so I'm the child of Baal. That's interesting. You've yep. released that to me just as I hit the level cap. And so you've probably done that to keep me interested in the story, but it's not interesting enough for me to keep playing. So I never finished Baldur's Gate. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Never finished okay. it. Okay. Okay. I think um, I think I like Baldur's Gate two more than one because one's just about Seravok and what he does for the most part. From what I remember, one of the other children of Baal, yeah, who destroys Candlekeep and forces you out. Yeah. Where number two has like this: you, the child of Baal. There are other Baal spawns still out there, kind of doing their bit. But then you got Iranicus, you know, trying to um, repair the damage he did, or something like that. There's a whole he's got a whole separate, completely separated out thing. The only reason he's interested in you is because he can use your god spirit yeah. to power his own spells for his own end. So you have yeah. to go kind of like you trying to fight Balspawn and trying to be the god of murder or doing it or not. Yeah. And Iranicus trying to use you for his own yeah, plan, plans and stuff like that. It felt yeah. like there was more dynamic stuff, more stuff going on. I don't really remember it all that well, though. It was a long time ago. Now I try to yeah. remember and try to tell him, like, ah, oh, Luke, you really don't remember it. Yeah. Was it that good or was it just yeah. rubbish? Yeah. I don't know. So it's hard to know. In I've that got the context, enhanced editions on, on my Steam account. But uh, look, I'm probably never ever going to play them. They only cost I, me $2. So, yeah, yeah. I've loaded it up. And it's so old. Second so edition new. rules, yeah. So second edition old. rules are hard to play with now. Yeah, I mean, that, not even that. Just, just everything else. Everything about else it about it is old. Just old, yeah. you know. And so when I, I feel like I feel a little disingenuous saying, "Oh, it's not like Baldur's Gate 
True. This is yeah. this is much more like I'm like, well, Baldur's Gate Two is garbage by today's standards. Yes, like, you can't <laughs> you can't do that kind of thing. Um, I think what I wanted was more to for myself, I guess, uh, just that that like um grandiose nature to it like fix some of the issues that they had with divinity too yeah that'd be nice too kind of thing (laughs) you know yeah Mm. it really does it really does feel like divinity with a with a dnd skin yeah it is 100 percent. yeah 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 we may be judging it harshly because we've only just scratched the surface but time will tell as we persevere yeah which you will which you will keep going keep keep cracking on keep cracking on uh, anything else you played this this um Fortnite Tony? Uh, no. So a little tickle of Diablo, but since oh, yeah. Baldur's Gate came out, I just that. Yeah, and then playing that solo player version, yep. and I spent a lot more time in the character creation screen with my solo player oh, game. Right. Yep. I yep. just buzz straight to it for the multiplayer. Ah, uh, yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've been playing a bunch of other little uh, random stuff. Well, not, not little. That's for sure. I don't want to. I'll save it for another week um, when I've actually finished them. But I've been playing um, Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus. Yes, which I paid the full price for, which I do not regret no, at all. No. Oh my god, it's such a great game. I'm, I'm almost done, so I'll wrap it up uh, next fortnight. I'll definitely be done by the uh, the next episode comes out. But man, that runs so slick on PC. Wow. It's yeah. so great to see it running on my computer and not like just to play Ratchet Clank on my computer is awesome. Yes. I got it on full ultra, ray tracing, all the bits. <laughs> it looks fantastic. It runs great. It's only had a couple of slowdowns uh, with the Lombaxes when they zoom yeah, in because yeah, all the yeah. fur starts yeah. going. And if there's a few reflections, yeah. the computer goes, ooh, that's, yeah. Whoa, that's a lot on? going on there. Yeah. Other than that, runs great. Super happy with that. I played Tech uh, Trek to Yomi. Yes. That is an interesting little game. I'm not quite finished yet, so I'll come back to it again next week, but I'm thoroughly enjoying okay. uh, playing through that. I love the style. It's so stylish. It's a bit, a bit like our roller drobe. The style just went, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. that's great. I'm going to play that just because yeah. it looks cool. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I do want to talk about, though. Uh, Hot Brass, another Humble Bundle deal. It's a, well, I guess, single to four-player co-op SWAT game. Right? Oh, okay. So you play as a SWAT crew, Yeah. and you got to, like, breach into buildings and factories and stuff and then take down people that are inside um, by like yelling at them until they surrender. Then you go and arrest them. Oh. Uh, or if they don't surrender, then you can shoot them and kill them. Okay. If you kill an unarmed, un- unarmed yeah. civilian, then you you fail the mission. You got to try it again. Yeah. You're a thing. bad cop. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, shoot, un- shoot an unarmed civilian or if you tase someone who's unarmed or stuff like that, there's a few rules around it. Um, which does make it challenging in like the heat of the battle. You got to like yeah, yeah. try to like shout at them, shoot this one here, but not yeah. the one next to him because they haven't surrendered, but yeah. they also haven't gone aggro. So you can't yeah. shoot them yet kind of thing. So yeah. you got to like do that. <laughs> if, if Sometimes if you shoot next to them or or just get one hit, doesn't kill them, yeah. they'll throw down their weapons. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they're on the ground. And then if you're distracted though- yeah, I noticed that. They'll sneak over, grab the weapon, oh. and start shooting you again. <laughs> and you can see them. I saw one of them sneak down towards the gun. I turned around, looked at them, and they went, ooh, beat off back up away again. <laughs> it wasn't me. I don't know what. I don't know what. It wasn't me. I wasn't going for that gun. I what are you what talking, talking about? about. That was shooting me. Yeah, and so I think what's so great about it as well, like um, it's got no people, right, because your character is a, 
a square colored disc. Okay. Right? With a little point arrow show which way you're yeah. looking. All the enemies are discs. Yeah. Right? But they worked out how to put so much emotion and into stuff the into discs and things like that. So when you crouch, the disc lights up. Yeah. When you run, the disc icon swings side to side like this, you know, like you're running. Um, it shows you like for for the team crew, right? Shows you what weapon they currently got equipped, whether it's one of their guns or one of the accessories, so yeah. you know sort of yeah. what each person just is doing because you can't see the other gun to put yeah, on the yeah. icon. And just the way they move and the way the little people move, and said so like that guy made the little like a little yeah, swan dive yeah, down yeah. and back up. The way they, when the muscle guy, like when the guy wants to punch up with you, the 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 pace. At which it, they approach you feels like someone stalking up to you, ready to go for a fight, oh, okay. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you want to tase them uh, using your taser, you know, uh, your little taser icon like um, shakes a little bit as you tase and stuff, <laughs> and they shake a little bit when you start tasing them. If you don't walk into them, right, they can punch you before you can tase them, uh, kind yeah, of thing. So you make sure yeah. you close the distance so you can actually tase them. So even though there's not a physical arm. Like you wouldn't yeah, yeah. in a real in a, in a proper game. The FPS, yeah. The discs still behave exactly yeah, like they are real people kind of thing. The way you slide over things to mount them, you sort of mantle in over broken windows and things. Fantastic, that's really great. Cool. They put a lot. Uh, we were kind of like, oh, but discs. Oh, that's a bit. Yeah. That's a bit weird kind of thing. And then once we go into it, like, no, the discs are actually great. They yeah. heaps of information. They still feel like per- people yeah, in the yeah. discs. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. So, it's all, uh, sorry, it's all top-down, yeah. um, top-down shooting yeah. sort of thing. Uh, what a great little multiplayer game. And then each each mission you have um, a score. You know, you got to, like, beat a bunch of things. you got to find all the collectibles and, you know, whatnot, and you get a score on that. And a bunch of shields you can – if you don't kill – if you don't kill anyone, you gotta like do it all without killing anyone, which feels yeah, like yeah, yeah. maybe it's better when you get more equipment because there is yeah. a bit of equipment loadout kind of stuff um, to do that. And then there's challenges where you've got to like, you know, uh, reach the meeting in under 30 seconds. You know, okay. might be that might be the yeah, challenge, yeah. and then yeah. you get another weapon unlock or, or whatever yeah. it is as well. So there's a bit of replayability in there and like nailing okay. down and really like learning Perfecting the map. Each mission. Yeah, yeah, and it does uh, whilst the collectibles are all fixed and the map is fixed, the enemies do randomize. Okay. So some so you do get easier and harder runs yep. depending on where it is. But yeah, it was super fun. Do do recommend for a bit of hot um, brass. Hot brass. Yeah, yeah. I guess from the guns ex- yeah, the shells. Shells, yeah. Yep. yep. Casings. Casings. Uh so we're going to play we'll play that a few more times I think in the for the Sunday night crew. Yeah, for sure because I think that's Everyone really enjoyed it. It was good fun. Um, the other thing I've been playing, another Humble Bundle special, is Arcade Paradise, <laughs> where you get to build your own arcade. Arcade, okay. Yep. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. So it's like so a cool. Sim City kind of. No, no, not at all, actually, no. It's um, it's a first-person yeah. um, indie. It's an indie game. Yeah. And you basically, you're the youngest son of like a business tycoon who's, you know, failing at life according to their father. And t- you take on the the dad's lowliest um, um, business, business yeah. a laundromat. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. And your old, your older sister, who now works uh, for government, who had the laundromat first, did buy a couple of arcade units and shoved yeah. them out of the back, kind of thing. Yeah. And so the game starts. You've got to like load wa- laundry. You've got to unload the laundry, <laughs> and everything is gamified. So like you've got to take the laundry, put it into the machine, get it out of the machine to the dryer, out of the dryer to the customer. And if you do it fast enough, you get S rank 
yeah, on that yeah, and you yeah. get the most amount of money. Yeah. You know, when you pick up all the rubbish, you take the bag out to the um to the dumpster and it has like one of those slidey up gauges that move backwards and forwards. Yeah, you got to yeah. get it right at the top. And if you do, you get S rank and yeah. you get more money. And so you take that money, you then reinvest it into buying more arcade, arcade machines. Yeah. And then eventually you can build out the space, renovate it, put more arcade machines or way dad's very disapproving saying, just focus on the laundry business. Yeah. Um, and uh, so like so there's, there's sort of two, there's a bit of mini game in like, doing all that menial stuff. Yeah. Then when you progress enough, uh, your dad gives you pound sterling as like a secondary currency. Okay. And with those, you can buy like convenience, all the convenience updates. So um, uh, electronic safe. So you haven't got to like do the safe mini game to deposit your cash. Yeah. Um, less rubbish appears. Yeah. You can hire an intern. He'll come and empty out all the hoppers yeah. of all the arcade machines to kind of like yeah. sort to remove the menial aspect because- yeah. Ultimately, I suppose the the end game, which I haven't quite got to, I think I'm I got one more expansion to do, kind of thing. But all of the arcade games that you've got, you can play them all. Yeah, they've all got they're all and they're all pretty decent arcade games for a game that has games inside of itself, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, they have like goals, so if you reach the goals on the games, and they become more popular yeah. and they make you more money, and then you can also you can tweak how hard and how expensive each game is to play and you can move them around and put popular machines next to unpopular machines yeah. and that will rank the popularity of the unpopular machines as well kind of thing so there's yeah. a bit of like arcade management things so you ha you have to play the games because you have to do that yeah. the pound sterling is like a daily checklist of things which might be like play three arcade ma machines or yeah. get a certain score on this or yeah. do this kind of thing over here kind of thing so there's a bunch of like little checklist daily sort of tasks to go through so it's all indie so the graphics are fine everything's fine, fine. it's fine <laughs> you know you don't get to like well i think i'm really disappointed about it so far is that you don't get any choice in the decor or designing your arcade uh, thing it just was like yeah. this is what you get and that's it kind yeah. of thing. Not like even three choices about the, which wallpaper you got yeah. or anything like that. It was just just it. that kind of thing. Uh, apart from that, if you've always wanted to run an arcade, to get your own arcade, I, I, this is not bad. I mean, yeah, I, don't yeah. other, I don't know if there's any other arcade management sort of things kind of thing. It almost reminds me of, um, of um, GTA 5's got an arcade business okay, that yep. you can buy in yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, in that you can have arcade machines you've got to buy them and then stick them you can sort of put them and arrange the arcade how you want yeah. with all the machines uh but you do get more choice in the decor yeah like you have a few things to pick from at the very least to kind of like make it yours sort of thing i don't know uh look for, for like a two dollar game if you see it, it's really cheap kind of thing or you get it in a humble bundle like i did yeah yeah it's thumbs up and it's worth it yeah, yeah i think other than that though it's fine it's fine it's fine yeah i think it maybe if you enjoyed the arcade games more it would be more fun yeah like they've got yeah. like um, a pac-man right but it's yeah. not pac-man it's like a gta knockoff so you drive a car around yeah. and then when you get caught by the police the ghosts yeah, yeah. you jump out of the car and then you can shoot <laughs> well you shoot them with with jazz notes of course which i do. feel is like right on point for like early 80s or like 90s arcade machines yeah. like they wouldn't have bullets you'd shoot right. them with jazz notes yeah. uh and then you can get back into your car and then keep going Okay. Kind of thing and keep doing the map and keep yeah. working that out, which I thought was quite fun. You know, when you get like the, the Pac-Man pill, you turn yeah. into a tank yeah. and you can run over all the cops and stuff <laughs> like that, you know? Um, yeah, the digging ones and there's a, a, a 
uh, air hockey table and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's a good good selection of different arcade games. I'm pretty impressed. Like they put a lot. If they did spend their time, they put a lot of effort into those In arcade, arcade games, games. Yeah. kind of thing. It's like forty bucks to buy the expansion packs, the DLCs with all the rest of the arcade machines, like another wow. nine or ten arcade machines. Such I'm okay, like that's expensive. Yeah, it, yeah. For for where the rest of the games at forty dollars is a steep price. The weirdest thing about it, I think, though, which I've never seen this game, any game ever do this before, right? So you have uh, people coming into your laundromat, right? And you have people um, playing games and stuff like that. But if you walk up to them, they kind of like get pixelated and drop polygons until eventually, if you're close enough, they go down to like one polygon and then just disappear oh. and never come back, kind of thing. So you, it's just, it's a bit. Odd. I guess it's That's to stop. Creepy. It's just to stop like the collision problem, yeah. or having someone using a machine that you need to play yeah. at this moment, right? Yeah. Which I understand. It's just the weirdest way to do it. I thought it was a glitch. I didn't know what happened. I'm like, why did that person just melt in front of me? <laughs> what is going on? You know. But yeah, they all just melt away, which makes the whole arcade feel a bit empty because yeah. they don't really exist. They don't talk. They don't do anything. Thing, yeah. No one uses the machines or anything like that. Or yeah, yeah again, but it's in the game. So like, you know, what, yeah. what are you expecting? Only so much account? development time. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay, Paradise. What a what a. I, well, I enjoy my time with it. That's for sure. <laughs> Love. Sounds quirky. It, it is. It is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Definitely quirky. I don't know. You have to. Yeah. I think if you really enjoy the arcade games, you definitely get a big kick out of it. It'd be something you come back to to play the arcade games kind of thing. That's it. That's it. Oh, Tony, I think that might bring us to the end of this episode of TLDR. Unless you have anything else? No, that's it for me. You want to talk about more arcade machines? (laughs) You got any nostalgic arcade machines from your Polybius. Really? I never heard of that one. That's the one that was the mine experiment by the US government. Oh. The Tempest one. Oh. That was in an arcade in somewhere in North America. Really? It's an urban myth. Oh, yeah, okay. And okay. people keep creating poly- polybius uh, po- or polybius, I don't know how to say it. it. I'm guessing it's polybius. The arcade machines of Halloween and stuff. They oh, knock up cabinets and stuff. That's hilarious. Yeah. I did not know that Look one. it up. Look it up. Okay. Uh, I will. The arcade urban myth. Yes. Point blank. Point Blank is the best arcade machine. That's the shooting one yeah, with the dog and the ducks. Oh, all, sorts of, all that sort of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. My favorite, 100%, 100%. What's your favorite arcade machine out there? Let us know. Uh, They're the most important yeah. things. Yeah, there's plenty. Yeah, yeah, there is. I'm incredibly nostalgic about arcades in that they exist. They died when home consoles came out. Uh, yeah, Completely that's it. died. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not nostalgic about like most of anything else about the whole no. thing necessarily kind of thing, no. but just like- the idea. I always love an arcade. I always go look into that arcade, see what machines are out. Yeah, There's yeah. not much, you know, not a lot as what they used to be, of course, no. kind of thing. And they're also expensive. They are not the twenty cents that they used to be, which kind of kills it a bit for me too. Because I'm like, I'd happily dump money in, but when you're paying two bucks a go, it yeah. kind of like kills my motivation yeah. to keep just dumping in yeah. coins, yeah. kind of thing. So strange, particularly when they're like, uh, I went to we had this, this golf thing here in Adelaide. Um, Holy moly. Holy moly, yeah. To get into a pop-up pot thing, right? Yep. And downstairs, they've got a bar and an arcade, right? And I'm like, this is the perfect opportunity to just make cheap games so we can drink beer yep. 
and play cheap games. And I would sit yeah. here for a couple of hours doing it. But everything was so expensive. I'm like, ah. Yeah, they were two bucks a shot. Well, it's like 20, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. they put 20 bucks on there. You play for 10, 10 games. It doesn't yeah. like that long. And then yeah. you're done. You're like, oh, well, that was That's not 20 bucks wasted. Yeah. You know, because, man, weird. Very strange. Very sad. But uh, anyway, that's all for this week. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.